You're listening to Language Casters Football Podcast. Welcome football fans. My name is Damon. I'm living in Tokyo, a long way away from England where I was born. But in England, hopefully, we'll be able to speak to Damien in London. Damien, how are things over there? Hello, Damon. Um, it's cold and wet today here in London, and uh, I'm a little disappointed at Spurs only drawing away at West Bromwich Albion yesterday in the Premier League in a game that we completely dominated. Now, today is Sunday. And like last week, we're a little bit later than usual with the podcast. Apologies for that, but hopefully you'll enjoy the show nonetheless. Of course, the international break for World Cup qualifiers has just finished and regular league football is started up again. So we'll be talking about some of the news from those games in our Good, the Bad and the Ugly review section. Then we'll have our regular weekly quiz, and after that we'll be focusing on some key language from the past week, including Atlantic League and home nations, while we also look ahead to the big game in our predictions battle, Liverpool versus Manchester United. Damien, what was good in the footballing news this week? Well, Damon, you mentioned the World Cup qualifiers that took place over the past week, and it was good for Brazil, as they won both their games against Bolivia and Venezuela to go top of the CONMEBOL group. That's the South American League, isn't it? It was also good for Germany, Switzerland, Belgium and Greece, who all have 100% records after three games in the European qualifying sections. How about bad? Well, it was a mixed bag for the home nations, Damien. Wales only managed a couple of draws in Group D against Serbia and Georgia, and they're now two points behind Ireland and Serbia in third place. England just about managed an away point in Slovenia, but they stay top of Group F with seven points from nine. In the same group, Scotland were thrashed 3-0 by Slovakia, which along with a home draw versus Lithuania at the weekend means that the Scots will find it difficult to qualify. And Northern Ireland were outplayed by the world champions Germany and uh, they find themselves in third place, four points behind surprise second place team Azerbaijan. Ugly? Well, Damon, FIFA boss uh, Gianni Infantino has launched a plan to increase the number of participating teams at the 2026 World Cup to 48 teams. This would mean an extra 16 teams would be involved in the tournament, with these uh, 16 teams playing off in a first round. It just makes no sense, as teams would potentially only be participating for one game. It would make the tournament even longer than the one month it is at the moment, and it would dilute or weaken the level of the competition. It seems that Infantino doesn't really understand the meaning of qualifiers. He doesn't indeed. They've just got to stop that idea. Now, Okay, before we get into some football language, we have a quick quiz question for you about the big game in the Premier League this week, the North-West derby between Liverpool and Manchester United. Yes, the two sides met four times last season, twice in the Premier League and then again over two legs in the Europa League. So we want to know how those games finished last season and we'll have the answer at the end of the show. 
Sie hören gerade languagecaster.com. Yes, you are listening to languagecaster.com. That was from one of our German friends. Please send in your recordings of your listening to languagecaster.com with your name and where you're from, and we'll put it in the show. Right, next up, we take a look at some of the football language from this week. Now, earlier in the show, I mentioned the phrase home nations. So Damon's going to explain the meaning of this phrase now. Yeah, home nations. Now, when we talk about the home nations or home countries in football, we mean the teams that make up the United Kingdom. That's England, Scotland, Wales and Northern Ireland. These teams, which were of course the first four international sides to be established, used to play in a tournament known as the Home Internationals at the end of each season. However, the last time that this competition took place was way back in 1984. Sometimes commentators and football writers will include the Republic of Ireland when using the term despite the fact that Ireland is a separate country. For instance, when reporting on the Euro 2016 draw, the BBC used the headline Home Nations Set to Find Out Opponents and then included information on the Republic of Ireland along with the other four nations. Now, Damien, is there any other language that caught your eye this week? Uh, yes, something that many fans may not have heard of before, and that's Atlantic League. This phrase has been in the news this week after a representative from the Danish side, FC Copenhagen, announced that there had been talks about the possibility of starting an Atlantic League. This would include teams from Scotland, Denmark, Holland, Belgium, Sweden and Norway. Now, this type of league was first mentioned back in 2000, but so far nothing has been put into practice. It seems that federations from these countries are worried about the fact that the Champions League would leave their domestic leagues behind, so they think an Atlantic League would help them attract sponsorship and better players. It will be interesting to see how UEFA the respective FAs, the federations, and of course the fans react to this proposal. What, what, what do you think, Damon? I can understand the club's idea, as it's getting increasingly difficult to compete with the big five European countries and their teams, but I'm always wary of creating new leagues which are not based on grassroots football in the local areas and the countries that teams play in. It seems to loosen the connection with the club's histories. Yes, I agree. Damon, any other language from the week? Yes, I'm going to talk about a football cliche, to play a blinder, which means to play very, very well. Usually, the phrase refers to a player's performance rather than a whole team's. So, we would hear, for example, that Gerard played a blinder at the weekend, but not that Liverpool had played a blinder against Everton. In this case, we would say something like Liverpool blew Everton away or Liverpool played Everton off the park. In yesterday's Premier League match between Manchester City and Everton, the Everton keeper Martin Stecklenburg played a blinder as he helped his side earn an away point. He saved not one but two penalties 
in the 1-1 draw. Yes, I saw those saves on TV and they were great. He played a blinder. But Sergio Aguero may need some more time practicing penalties as that's his fourth penalty miss this season. Incredible. Great stuff from the Everton keeper. Now, before we look at some predictions, we'd just like to remind you that you can contact us here at admin at languagecaster.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, that's at languagecaster, or by coming along to our Facebook page, Learn English Through Football. You can let us know if there is any football language that you would like us to explain or add to our huge football language glossary. We'd like to say hi to all those who are now following us, including Saqib, Domenico, Sarah and Dang. And for all those who've shared or liked our posts. Yes, indeed. And we'd also like to say hi and thanks to Guna7, who I'm guessing may be an Arsenal fan, for his contributions or her contributions to our post on the language of playing football. He used such phrases as show for him and push on. Damon, what do these mean for listeners who may not be so familiar with them? Well, as Guna7 says, to show for the ball means to give some support to the player with the ball, move into space to receive the ball. While to push on means a player can let go or leave his opponent and close down the ball, as you will cover for him or her. So Damon, as a right back, would you say that to your midfielder ahead of you? Well, instead of push on, I might say go or close him down. And I wouldn't say show for the ball on the pitch, but I might use it when describing what we should do in a game. Yes, indeed. Now, thanks a lot to Guna7 for that. And you can read more examples by going along to that post on playing the game here at languagecaster.com. Okay, Damon, it's time for this week's predictions. Yes, indeed. Now, regular listeners to the show will know that we have a Premier League predictions competition where you can take on the Language Caster team each week. You sign up for that by coming along to our site, logging in, and then you can see the predictions competition at the top of the menu bar on our website. We also have monthly competitions, so if you have not yet signed up, then you can join and play in our October competition. Yes, uh, Damon, I think you're leading this month, um, and of course we'll have another one in November. Now, as we mentioned at the start of the show, the big game this weekend actually takes place on Monday, that's tomorrow, when Manchester United travel to Anfield, where Liverpool play, of course. Damon, what do you think? Ah, Damon, I'm really, really nervous about this one. I think the international break suited Manchester United more than Liverpool, who were flying before. Manchester United tend to do well against Liverpool, often by nicking a goal or two against a run of play, but I'm going to have faith in Klopp's men and go for a 3-0 home win. You? Well, I'm going to go for a 1-1 draw between the two rivals. Boo. <laughs> OK, Damien, before we finish the show, what about the quiz questions? Right, well, we asked about the games played between these two sides last season, and this is how they finished... Manchester United did the double over Liverpool in the league, 3-1 at home and then 1-0 away. But Liverpool overcame the Red Devils in Europe, winning 2-0 at home 
and drawing 1-1 away to qualify for the quarterfinals. Well done if you managed to get that one right. And we'll have another question for you next week. All right, thanks for that. And bye, everyone. Enjoy the rest of the weekend. Yes, see you all next week when we'll be looking back at the latest Champions League matches and looking ahead to Jose Mourinho's return to Chelsea with Manchester United. Bye-bye.